just, <laughs> it just, so, <laughs> uh, wow. Uh, what's my, what's my deal? I'm a little bit loose today. Yeah. A little lie. bit. Mage Talk is brought to you by Mage Mojo. We know that you have a lot of options out there when it comes to Magento hosting, but we want you to give Mage Mojo a try. Not only do they have the fastest SLA at 15 minute response time in the entire industry, but they will also pay to get you back on your old host if you don't like it. We want to give you this special offer, and you can get the code to get that special offer in the middle of the show. Thanks to Mage Mojo for their continued support of Mage Talk. Mage Talk is brought to you by Commerce Hero. Finding a good Magento developer just got a whole lot easier. Visit them online at commercehero.io. Hello and welcome to Mage Talk, the Magento community podcast. <laughs> if this is your first episode... He opens like that every single episode. 148 episodes now he's been opening that way. No, that's, that was different. I spaced out my words. That was me. weird. See how I did <laughs> that? I did that was the Christopher <laughs> Walken episode. <laughs> I saw I this do- thing. I saw this thing with, um, as a Saturday Night Live thing with Nicolas Cage. Yeah. And then this guy playing Nicolas Cage. So it was like two Nicolas Cages. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. It was a gem. And on that note, the one-click patent from Amazon has expired. Wow. I'm going to just jump wow. right in. Wow. You're jumping just, right in. That was, actually. That was no segue. There was no segue. That was a zero-click segue is what yeah. that was. Yep. Um, backing up a little bit, I, I, we're all thankful you're still alive. Oh, thank Jackson. you. I'm, I'm thankful I'm uh, still alive, too. Florida man Philip Jackson is still alive after uh, Hurricane Irma struck the inland uh portion of florida quite the, no i'm just no but that was uh the right so, quarter inland portion <laughs> right um so how yeah. what how was that man was it brutal oh my word um i think that was like the 13th hurricane i've lived through in my life uh florida wow. native and um you know i i didn't live in miami during hurricane andrew which is the one that everybody compares it's like the storm of the century and mm-hmm. you know lots of people died leveled you know entire city blocks. So Andrew mm-hmm. was definitely a scary storm. I lived through Andrew, but I was 200 miles away from where it you know, made landfall. So it doesn't really count. You're not allowed to say that. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, of all the hurricanes I've ever lived through, this was by far, by far the most terrifying. And I think part of that is probably because on one hand, it's like you're a little older and... <laughs> You know, you you have kids. Got a couple and, more mortgages, a couple yeah, more kids. Yeah, you, you own a home, you have a couple kids. Like, everything changes in your life, so maybe you're just ultra aware of your mortality. But I'm I'm, I'm very thankful to be uh, safe, and uh, the only, you know, the only issues or damage we had was a little bit of water coming in the house and uh, a couple trees that got uh, hewn into, cloven in twain, if you will. Um, Dude, I think I saw that on Facebook. Yeah. We think um, I, I, I'm pretty sure because we hid in the closet for hours and hours and hours and hours um, because the tornado warnings kept going off and uh, they've got this crazy thing, which I don't know is if it's a blessing or it's a curse. There's this uh, they do street level tracking of tornadoes now on the news. So they're hmm. actually telling you it's coming down Southern Boulevard and now it's coming up if you're, really? if you're anywhere. Yeah. And if they're you know, they, they actually call the cross streets. And they kept calling cross streets right next to my house. And I'm like, holy crap. What? Like, so <laughs> it, it's the creepiest thing, you know, and and uh, and it's impossible to know if if a tornado is actually coming because there's constant roar and howling of a hurricane right. outside. It's it's hard to even know. So I Wait, it was so- a little scary. We, we think there might have been a tornado that took out took out five or seven trees all in a row here in, in my neighborhood. And wow, a couple of mine were. uh among them, but the houses are fine. Um, none the worse for wear. A little bit of, a little water ain't gonna kill anybody. Um, right. A lot of water will kill a lot of people. A little <laughs> yeah, water, a lot of, little that's water for sure. ain't gonna kill anybody. So, so how close to your house were there actual reported tornadoes? Oh, like literally on my street. People have actual. Whoa. Yeah, people have actual videos of them. 
I, I, I don't want to belittle what people are going through right now. Six million people in Florida evacuated. Four and a half million people are without power. Um, and it's, you know, now four days later, I have a lot of friends of mine that live within two, three miles of me that don't have power now. Four days going. Mm-hmm. Some of them wow. having notices that they won't have power until like the 22nd. So they will be mm-hmm. like... 14, 15 days without power by the time it's all said and done. It's, uh, wow. it's really it's really a sad thing. And when you look at what's going on in Houston, you know, we lucked out in a big way. Um, but it, it is scary. And um, but anyway, thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling yeah, good. Kept, glad to be here. I kept seeing you guys, you and Ali and Daniel Kenny. I kept seeing you guys tweeting and stuff. And I was like, well, I mean, it looks like they got power. They got Internet. Like, yeah, uh, you know. I was I, I was expecting for you guys to go dark at one point, like for at least like the power to go out or something. But yeah, well, actually, uh, it's 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 creepy. You know, it's like you have 4G didn't fail the whole time. You know, like our right. LTE signal was fine during right. the entirety of the storm, which is like if it had just cut off, maybe then you could just be like, well, nothing's happening. But then your phone's still blowing up. People checking on you, people right. texting you. It's just creepy. Yeah. Um, well, anyway. Good, we can put that behind us and uh, move on to some interesting uh, Magento news. That wasn't even in the doc. Thank you, Caleb. I that wasn't you. even in the doc. That just, you know, that I love came, you. you know what? You know how much I love you? I love you. You know what? That mm. came right from the doc in my heart is where that came from. <laughs> <laughs> okay? Because I have a doc in my heart. I have a doc-shaped and- heart. There's a doc-shaped <laughs> heart in all of us. It's Did shaped you know like the Google Docs icon on my it phone. It is. It's right in my heart. Doc shaped heart. Um, so <laughs> one click patent. We're going to get to this. I keep trying to get to it. Could you set this um, up for the people that don't know what it is? Okay. So Amazon has had a patent. Has it been 15 years? It's been a long time. Like 15 on or 20. I'm, I don't know what it is. Some it's insane something thing like that. on one click checkout purchase, whatever the, uh, the buy now button on the product page that, um, uh, actually completes checkout. Um, so nobody's been able to, now I have seen a few people use it on, in a few cases actually. Uh, and of course, you know, they're not going to go after smaller stores. Most famously is iTunes, which licensed it from Amazon early on. Amazon had the patent, uh, I'm going to call it 20 years. I don't know for sure. And it's not worth looking up. Um, but, uh, it wasn't really proven successful and Amazon didn't have the user base to support it or to be convenient to a large portion of the population. Until iTunes came along and said, oh, that would be really nice for 99 cent song purchases. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, so popularized by iTunes, patent held by Apple or sorry, patent held by Amazon, which is now expired, um, which we've known about for years now. (laughs) Right. In fact, it's it's one of the first slides of mine in my um, shopping cart is dead talk that I gave two years ago at Bronto Summit. Um, So it's a. it was one of my things of saying, this is the reason why I'm calling for the death of the shopping cart because we don't need shopping carts anymore. You know, <laughs> like right. just buy whatever you want, whenever you want it, who needs to, you know, push around a virtual shopping cart in a virtual store and take it to a virtual checkout. You know, it doesn't make any sense. Um, right. Right. So why are we talking about this, Kalen? Well, we're talking about this because the patent finally expired. And I think on like the day of that, uh, that it expired, uh, creativity released a, an open source uh, extension uh, for a one-click purchase. Uh, very, very well-timed. Props to them for releasing it at that time. And so it's open source, so um, you can uh, check that out and uh, give it a spin. Give it a spin. Try it yeah. out on the old website. See how well, it does. One of the one of the things that I think is more compelling is that they've actually contributed back to Magento's core. They they PR'd I did it. Not realize that. Yeah, so that was part of the the actual uh, that was part of the actual piece here is that they they have um, pull requested it to Magento's core, um, and the Magento community engineering team is processing that PR to make it part of the core. Unbelievable. That's sweet. To, to which I have a million thoughts about this, and I don't know if you want two or three of them. Oh my but. gosh. I knew that you're gonna have so many thoughts about so many topics today. So I, I am fully I've had a whole two weeks without any 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 of your thoughts. 
So I am ready for the thoughts. I'm um, ready to receive the thoughts. Right. here. So here comes the thoughts. First of all, did you know that Eric Hellerman, uh from Mage Mojo was the first commenter on this? I, which saw I thought that. was really great. Um, I saw that. She commented it on it. He said, are you storing cards locally or do you have support for third-party third party card storage or a tokenization like authorized.net customer information manager? And my, uh, it, it actually says it's sort of buried in the, in the announcement, but um, this particular feature utilizes Braintree's uh, vault feature. Yeah. Um, so it, it requires you to be using a particular, like a, an actual compatible um, uh, payment method uh, that has a tokenized card, so you can, you know, so you can just use that. You can have that, and you can use that. All right, but here's the yeah. here's the rub. Um, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant <laughs> move by Creativity. Absolutely brilliant. Um, so I don't want to belittle this in any way, but it it, it begs it the question but- of. But, but it begs the question why Magento didn't land this in 2.2 if this was a known thing. It's like nobody nobody in e-commerce knew. <clears throat> like it took everybody by surprise when OneTouch was expiring, <laughs> the the one the one click order right. was expiring. Like right. this has been on everybody's radar forever. That's a good point. And so, like, okay, so Creativity does it. So I'm going to surmise a few things, okay? And I have zero basis in reality for any of this, and I'm not grumpy by any means. Um, I've made peace with the world, and I'm living in serenity. I'm living above serenity right now. You were okay? previously I, grumpy. I, I was previously sense. grumpy. This is not a green. This is not a. This is not coming from a place of grumpness. Um, <laughs> but if I were Magento, I would have been thinking about this a long time ago. And if you look at Magento's track record in the last two years. They've outsourced a lot of popular development um, of their existing M1 platform and and possibly, I don't know, more of the Magento 2 platform to either acquisition of existing commercialized, you know, properties uh, that exist out in the space. Um, OnTap's visual merchandiser comes to mind, uh, Bluefoot, obviously, Um, (laughs) or Magento have actually contracted or PayPal or somebody in the Magento ecosystem have contracted that you know, extensions be created and sometimes they're put into core. For instance, Rocket Web, I think, worked on um, the Braintree V.0 implementation mm-hmm. and and I don't know. So there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of interesting, you know, use of solution partners and technology partners to bring stuff about in the community. I, I can't see Magento. Magento is just too smart. Like, I can't see them not having thought about this a year ago or longer and approach somebody a year ago or longer to think about it. And I don't say that, again, this is not because I know anything. I'm just surmising it because I give Magento a lot of credit. They're really smart. So my my assumption is this is just brilliant PR. That creativity has been in the loop for ages on this. That they talk together about how this is going to work for ages. And who cares if it is? Who cares how it works? But I, I like talking about this stuff because it's fun. But I have to assume that you know this brings to light all the things that Magento is wanting to do with their innovation lab, which we actually haven't talked about yet. Which whole is, other thing. So, you know, much, which so is, much going on. Which so is, a, going on. is the ingenuity of the community bringing the, uh, lifting the entire community's capabilities. Mm-hmm. So the innovation that happens outside of Magento has a direct impact on the bottom line of everybody and possibly the, the benefit. You know, we're all we all benefit from the innovation of the community, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So this seems just just brilliant PR. This was publicly contributed in the open source. Creativity made the PR or made the the PR. They they're the ones who, you know, probably put out the press release too. Mm-hmm. They're the ones mm-hmm. who announced it on their blog. It yeah. just seems like and it just seems way too the timing is incredible. And if I were a business owner, okay. I wouldn't I wouldn't engage in this level of of work and press and putting it out into the public without clearing it with Magento first to make sure it was okay. So, and that's just me. Right. right. I mean, I'm right. I mean, I'd imagine there had to be some coordination. I mean, yeah, somebody had to have had a conversation thing right? to do. Right. But and I it's funny because I usually skew towards the side of 
support the community, let the community do their thing. Don't, um, don't cannibalize community features. One thing that makes this different though, is that, um, it's not like there was an existing extension that somebody had built and had a user base. Right. And right. instead of reinventing the wheel, um, they wanted to take it in. They're like it's a completely new feature. It's probably relatively isolated and simple in terms of the functionality. And like they had noticed, like they knew when it was going to come out, it feels like something that should be in the core. Um, so I, like if I was at Magento Core Team, I'd be like, yeah, we should probably build that feature. Um, sure. Now, I mean, I think it's I think it's awesome that that Creativity did it, and um, it's really smart on their on their behalf. But it, it does. I mean, and I didn't think about this until you mentioned it. But it does seem like something that um, they should have like jumped on in the core. Um, and you know, maybe it was a. Th- I mean, who knows? Maybe it was a thing where um a year ago you know somebody said hey we're thinking about building this and then the core team was like oh we we were going to build it but if you're going to build it that's even better um we'll get you know the benefit of merging it into the core you'll also get some good pr out of it maybe that was the situation yeah um which i think would be would be awesome you know i think that's kind of everyone wins there um yeah but, what i uh, what i would really hope happens uh what i really hope didn't happen and i don't say this in any way as sour grapes as you know, ostensibly a competitor of creativity because uh, full disclosure, I work for something digital. We're, we're also uh, Magento uh, enterprise technology or uh, solutions partners. So, but we don't come up against creativity very often. We're in different regions, you know, it's like we, we're in, we, we focus primarily on New York, you know, uh, Northeast, Southeast and Florida and, and Washington there in Texas. So I, I don't want to in any way, you know, Cast aspersions. Cast a pall across their amazing accomplishment. But I I would like to say, I really, 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 really hope that there was no money that was changed hands and they weren't like contracted officially to do it. It would really kind of, well, because it would feel a little gross. Why? Because like it's being capitalized. Like all you're doing is just you're, you're, you're putting out this false goodwill. If they had said in the blog post that Magento paid us to do it and we're, you know, and whatever, that's fine. There's just, uh, whatever. I shouldn't say. I don't know. I, I don't see, I don't see, I don't see a problem with that. Um, it's put out as, oh, we're open sourcing it. You know, it's kind of put out there as this is a uh, free. Um, and it wouldn't be the first time that they've done something great like that. They're, they are, you know, the benefactors of lots of great community development. So I, I'm, I'm guess I'm just being a jerk. Now I am grumpy. I'm going to shut my mouth. There you go. Um, there. Right. Now you're back. Now my, my, uh, my, my, uh, my, my uh, familiar grumpy Phil is back. I missed you, buddy. <laughs> um, no, All but right. the question of in like Magento and, and this sort of bleeds, starts to bleed into our next topic with the progressive web app stuff, which is super interesting because what I was going to say is that like, you're talking about innovation and uh, leveraging the community to a large extent. Um, is that like, it, I mean, you could make the argument that they're, they're not, uh, they don't tend to innovate new features um, like this, but PWA would be a huge, great counterexample to that. The stuff they're looking at with GraphQL would be a huge counter. There's, there's a lot of counterexamples to that argument. Content scheduling, which you're a big fan of, and staging, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Magento too. I, I, I guess the point um, is, is like when when you see when these things are announced and Magento works on them, they take years to develop. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and so we see the sausage being made. They announce it. This is where we're going. It's going to take a long time. You know, when they just snap up something that somebody else spent years on where you didn't see them doing, it feels like this exciting thing that's brand new that comes out of nowhere. Right. You know. Well, yeah. And I mean, like, I mean, another, another scenario where I could see it making a lot of sense is, you know, it's funny how we're hypothesizing all these things. Again, we have no, sometimes we do have inside knowledge of things. We have no inside knowledge. Yeah. Of this. We don't know anything. People but, don't talk to us like, anymore. They, they specifically uh, <laughs> do not talk to us. A scenario, so. a scenario that, uh, could make sense is that Matt, like maybe as uh, an agency, you have a customer and you have a use case. So you have a client that wants that feature. So you reach out to Magento, hey, we're going to build this anyway. We already have a live customer, so we have a use case to build against. Um, oh, great, perfect. Let you guys do it. We'll incorporate it into core. Everybody's happy. 
like that would make um that would make a lot of sense to me as a use case and and like the other um the other general thing just in terms of partnership programs in general uh and this is one thing i heard from from cuz i've heard a lot of people say oh you know i'm a partner but i don't get enough leads or the partner program isn't worth it or da 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 um and i used to have that kind of negative opinion but then one thing that somebody told me was um, just being in the partner program doesn't mean you're going to get a ton of leads or doesn't mean you're going to get opportunities like this to build extensions or whatever. It gives you a, a seat at the table, but you have to be really proactive in how you leverage that partnership. So if that's on the solution partner side, you have to be proactive in communicating with the sales department and making mm-hmm. it e- like making it easy for them to give you leads um, and I think by the same token, when it comes to building extensions like this, I think Creativity's done an amazing job of it. You look at the Pinterest extension they built, you look at this one, I think that it's probably similar where like, yeah, there may be some aspects where you could feel grumpy or feel like it's maybe is, is unfair. But I think the takeaway is as a solution partner, be proactive about this. Like if, the, if you have an idea for something that could make sense, like communicate with them early, like make it really easy on them. Um, and then you'll probably get a nice joint, uh, some nice joint PR out of it. Um, so I, I think that's another way to look at it. Yeah. Uh, and, and if I were them, I'd do the same thing. I'm not saying that they're doing but anything you didn't. sneaky. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I freaking love you. That's, that's incredible. Hey, hey, there's a couple things. Like I, I, I do want to say I didn't, I didn't, I purposely, I don't want to say purposely, I did not look at this doc before we started recording. And if I were Magento, I would be so bummed. I would be so bummed that the two things that I want you to lead with in our community (laughs) show, the things that are the most important things to me are probably the innovation lab announcement and probably the fact that they're the leader in the Forrester wave. (laughs) I want to make sure that everybody knows that we're not just griping on the things that make us grumpy. Like I want to make sure. And it's not even grumpy because, See, this is why you got to review the doc, but it's, I, I remember putting that yeah. at the top because I was like, oh, this is a nice, like, upbeat news story. Get us into <laughs> things. Like, we'll go through it real quick and then we'll get into the meaty stuff. <laughs> and then he totally, like, I, tore it I, up. Yeah, I, I didn't tear it up. I'm excited about it. I just, it, it's, it's, it's brilliant PR. I think it's brilliant. It's freaking brilliant. Um, but you know it coincides very strongly with Magento's announcement of a of an innovation lab, and then they can point directly to that and say, "Look at the innovation of our community." It's just very well timed. Everything's now, very well timed. So let's cover. We started dipping into PWA, but let's let's talk about innovation lab, and then let's do the Forester wave and the and okay. the PWA. Okay. All right. Yeah. See, Magento likes that order of 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 operations. I think. Yeah, <laughs> I think I they really appreciate smart. that. Um, so we know who butters our bread. And it's Mage Mojo. Go to magemojo.com. 360 degree customer support. Yeah, they'll even give you a um, bunch of money for no good reason. Mage Mojo. So, Mojo Strats. So, the Innovation Lab, uh, neat sounding, neat sounding name there. Um, neat concept is uh, basically they're looking for early stage experimental bleeding edge implementations of emerging technologies mm-hmm. on the Magento platform. Mm-hmm. So they want to encourage people uh, to be building stuff on Magento 2, um, uh, new features, uh, integrations, um, stuff that, it, it, you know, they're not talking about existing products that are fully commercialized, you know, like dot mailer to go, Oh, here's an innovative email solution. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> but it's more for new things that are not quite as, as well known, not fully. To which they say yet another email solution. <laughs> right. Again, I have to Love repeat you. prediction. Yeah. It, they're going to acquire an email will be their next acquisition. No way. Next big one. I bet. Um, oh no. Did I lose you? Huh? What is it? I, think I still I think email is going to be one of their next big acquisitions. I don't think so. I think you're, I think you're out of your mind. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a flooded market. You're the king of email. Would you acquire an email thing? You sold an email, email product. You're like, I'm getting out of, I'm getting out of email. Well, I, yeah, yeah, I did, but it's still one of the email. most profitable categories. I mean, probably right it after really hosting, is. I, you look at, 
You know who makes the most money? People who do email. There you go. Email, email, and hosting. Those good. Those guys are flush with cash. Sorry, yeah. carry on. So, so I'm you so were saying talking about email. So, um, so anyway, so they, you know, they want you to submit um, actual implementations. So they want to have a live demo production instance, where, you know, uh, not just an idea. And um, I guess that you know it's want to be exclusive to the Magento platform. And I guess they're going to um, accept submissions and uh, somehow promote um, these selected uh, winners. So a maximum of eight innovators selecting the initial round will be featured uh, Mm -hmm. in a variety of online offline formats. And they said uh, they'll receive some well-deserved recognition as well as exposure, potential opportunities. And they may even, uh, may even make it into a future product implementation, i.e. acquisition. Right. So, um, I, I think it's, uh, right, right, it's right, really right. cool. Yeah. It's cool. I'm, I'm excited that they're doing something like this. I think, um, making it a broad announcement and not some closed group, you know, of the insiders or the people just engaged on social is awesome. Um, and, and in particularly in particular, it's awesome because, uh, it gives anybody in the Magento community a time to shine, which I think is great. Um, totally. I believe so. When Ben Marks, when it was announced, Ben Marks said uh, it's his baby. So I'm assuming Ben. Oh, really? You know, yeah. I'm assuming that Ben has something to do with it. It makes sense because that's community engagement, right? It's in, it's community engagement to uh, uh, for for leveraging the community's uh, contributions. Um, you put something out. Speaking of grumpy, you put something Uh-oh. out on Twitter that uh, you thought it being a non-commercialized that there was a a, a requirement that it couldn't be a commercialized product narrowed the field a little too much. Could you expand on that? Yeah. So I saw Brandon Falkowski tweet that, you know, that, um, well, the combination of bullet three and bullet five, bullet three being submissions must be an actual implementation, a demo or production. And then five being, it can't be fully productized or commercialized sort of, it's like, it's sort of impossible to have both of those because if something is, once something is really in production and it's decent, like you're mm-hmm. probably going to try to be commercializing it. Um, but they want to exclude commercialized products. So depending on exactly how that's, um, interpreted, um, you know, it could exclude things, but I, I'm imagining and, and Alan Kent, uh, re- uh, believe it was Alan Kent replied back. And just said that, you know, their goal is they want to find the newer um, kids on the block, the newer um, uh, emerging products, not like the existing mainline, like, you know, products that that we're all already aware of. And that makes sense. So I guess I'm wondering what right. the gray area is exactly. What if somebody built something and they're, and they're starting to sell it? Like when I first started Mage Mail and Ad, you know, it was, it was just, um, you know, I had a few customers, right. but it was very early stage. I'm guessing they'd probably be okay with that, but I'm not sure exactly what that uh, what that looks like. Yeah, where the where the line is, or how hard how hard and fast they're gonna stick to that requirement. Right, right. My my sense is, I'm I'm pretty clued in, and I'm really I'm really hoping that there's some stuff out there that nobody's seen or heard of that will come to come to the front, right? But I'm I'm a little bit concerned that. What we're going to get is we'll see a lot of submissions of proofs of concept that haven't actually been built or could be realized, right? So it'll be like a WebGL, you know, augmented reality demo where somebody's walking around a grocery store picking stuff up. Right. 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 Which is not yeah. commercial. It's, it fits the bill. It's neither commercialized nor built, <laughs> right? It's, it's not a thing that actually exists yet. It's a, yeah. it's a proof of concept. Um, or we'll see a bunch of client implementation work from solution partners, which couldn't be leveraged other than in a gallery of here's cool things people have done with Magento. So my, I, I feel like the, it's such a narrow funnel to get through. Why would you build a product that you're not planning to commercialize? Right. And why would it be exactly like, I don't, I, and, and you couldn't, right. yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. It's a weird thing. Yeah, yeah that's just, that weird category is if it's yeah. 
if there's an interesting thing with a certain amount of product market fit and it's not some very abstract technical demo, then it is going to be commercialized. Uh, one thing that comes to mind, I mean, I'm looking at IoT is the um, is the uh, one is the order buttons mage, mage button, button yeah. from uh, Snow Dog. I mean, that to me is extremely innovative. They have begun to commercialize it, but I'm sure it's not nearly as but a widespread. Right. I, as, I mean, if, yeah. if you have a button, if you have the Amazon Dash button developer kit, you can you can set up an AWS IoT you know, instance to fire off uh, an order into Magento. I, I, yeah. I, I guess it's like, I, I can find probably excuses of why something might not be might not fit. I don't know. Also, Mage Button is almost uh, eighteen months old now. Yeah, um, I mean, I know. I mean, it's it's not it's not brand been around new. a while. Uh, yeah. yeah, and I don't think that they have any specific requirements on when it's been uh, built. But if, I mean, of course, they're right, looking right. for for new and interesting stuff. But I'm just I saying, I think they want to unearth stuff that they've they've not seen or heard of. I, if I were them, that's what I'd be yeah. trying to do. And and I guess this is the other weird thing for me is that six weeks to submit means you couldn't ostensibly be building something purpose built for this, for, for the innovation lab. Right. You would have to have been lucky and built something beforehand and you have six weeks to submit it. You know right. what I mean? Right. Which is a, which yeah. is kind of a bummer, you know? I, I still think, and we've said this before, I said this before. Um, I, I really sort of wish that they would um, give some prizes. So let's say maybe, uh, $10,000 prize or 20,000, even 50,000. I mean, that's a lot of money, but for do them, I hear a hundred thousand, some are saying, do I hear a hundred, but like for them, that's like hardly anything. And I think the amount, and, and I mean, th- it, it does seem like they've committed to some significant, um, promotion. And after seeing what they've done with the Magento master's program and how much they've promoted that and integrated that into all their events, I'm kind of thinking like, like, wow, they're probably going to do a lot of promotion for this, which I think is cool. Um, but still, like for them to put twenty grand behind it would be like a drop in the bucket. Right. But to an up and like, I think that would really, and if that was a guarantee, I don't know. I feel like that would really spur innovation, especially from the more indie um, developer that has an idea somewhere and is like right. wants to bang it out, something new that they've been thinking about. But now they really have some motivation to to jump into it, and and then it would be, I guess, more of like a contest, kind of like what you're saying, like well people are going to start building things um, after seeing this announcement versus, oh, do I already have something that fits the bill? Right. Like, it feels like that would really spur people to like, just take an idea, go nuts and go for the gold, you know? Well, maybe that's uh, maybe they have a much larger larger window in the future um, to work toward. Maybe it becomes sort of a an annual thing. I don't know. I, I'd yeah. like to see how it comes about. I'm really excited. I know something cool is going to come out of it. You know, um, because we do have the coolest community. We really do. And I'm I'm totally. excited. I'm excited about what you know what our community routinely does without getting any recognition. So I'm sure that we'll see. You know, new and yeah, greater things. Now, I'm pretty excited. I mean, now, I mean, for like for you, one thing you're really good at is right up, right up your alley is um, be interesting for you to throw out some ideas uh, for what people could build. I mean, a lot of these things are things you've probably talked about ad nauseum on on Future Commerce or on this podcast. But um, I mean, in the context of this announcement, like, what are some things that people should be looking at? IOT, AR, uh, of course, iPhone, you know, has their uh, pretty interesting AR uh, kit coming out, iOS 11, um, VR, yeah. AI chatbots. So what are uh, what are some ideas that you have? Yeah, I'm, I'm so over chatbots, by the way. There, somebody, <laughs> somebody made a chatbot. Somebody made a chatbot that allows you to sue Equifax up to $25,000. You just you you go on to like Facebook Messenger and you can and that's a whole that's a whole different story. Oh my gosh! But uh, chatbots are played out. You know, I'm 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 curious if um like I don't know. It's going to have to be something that's user experience based um, because I think the things that are true innovation aren't always visible or or part of the user experience. 
and I'm, you know, I, I, I'm a little bit concerned about that requirement. So my, my gut tells me that there's likely, um, a lot of work that can be done in the augmented reality space, like creating a standard set of APIs that, you know, allow you to create, um, you know, to create a, a iOS WebKit. Um, I'm sorry, iOS AOR. I can't speak today. The AR kit that comes with iOS 11. Um, and if you can, if you could, you know, push orders or interactions into Magento that express intent, like adding something to a shopping cart or getting catalog data, and you can do that based on things like just product package rec- recognition or finding products that look similar in the Magento product ga- gallery. Like all of those could be true innovation, but the real innovation isn't going to be in the iOS demo app. The innovation is going to be in how how the AR kit uh, expresses that intent back to Magento. That's going to be the mm-hmm. piece that's really you know necessary for Magento to mm-hmm. acquire or use. So, and again, that's not user experience based. It's more back end. Yeah. yeah it's, it's so I don't know, man. I'm I, I'm I'm excited to see what people actually wind up doing. Um, yeah. Two, so two two things that come to mind, and I hate I hate saying this because I know it, it's probably it's like could going to be used against the Magento community by the competition. But um, I and I think we've talked about this already. But there's a couple of Shopify things I've seen, which um, which I thought were really interesting. And I thought would be cool <laughs> if they were ported into Magento. Um, one of them was I can't remember the name of it, but we talked about it. Was a was a was like a bot um implementation that you just talked to and it gave you optimizations for your store. Um right, I can't what right. it's called. But it was like do you Super want to set up this ad <laughs> campaign on Facebook for you? And you just said yes. And it just like does it. Now I'm still I'm still skeptical that that actually just works right out of the box. Um but in theory if it did that would definitely fall into the category of something pretty pretty innovative in terms of chatbots and spoiler AI. alert. Spoiler and, alert, it doesn't spoiler. it doesn't work out of box. <laughs> no, I know. There's there's no way that but even I mean, even if it does I mean, none of this AI stuff really does. It's it's really all about having something that creates some modicum of value and just iterating from there. Maybe in twenty years these things actually work. Um but and then and then the other one is Shopify Flow. The um is it a Shopify Plus feature, I think that they announced, um, at, uh, at the last conference. I don't know if there's right. anything similar to that already. And I'm not sure, uh, right. Right. Uh, exactly how it works. But my understanding of it is that you can basically create a flow chart similar to how, like with, um, like dot mailers, one that comes to mind where you create a flow chart of different email journeys, mm-hmm. customer journeys. Um, but with flow, you create, flow chart for like anything that happens in your system. So customer does this, you know, wait three days and then do that. And then, uh, so my, my understanding of it, um, is that it's just a generic, uh, workflow for doing anything at all. Now, of course that right. again falls into backend and not end customer, uh, experience. Um, I don't know if you've looked at that at all. I think there, I don't know if it's available yet or just, you know, some people are playing with it, but it looks kind of neat. Yeah, I think that's a really smart um, observation, and I think that when you when you're defining rules for things like order, you know, order management or even customer uh, follow up and customer touch points, it's really important right. to visualize um, what those flows look like. Right. Flow is an apt name for that product, um, and I'm sure it's that like Ma- Magento is probably going to come up with something similar. Um, but you know, uh, I don't know. At any rate, my, you know, my guess is that, um, you know, the things we'll see are probably things that we couldn't even divine. Uh, the the stuff that you know, I I myself am so am so geared into the customer, like the needs of a the broad needs of e commerce for uh, one of my clients. Um, that I can really only think in those paradigms. So when I'm thinking, when I put my futurist hat on, I'm thinking about all these things that could affect commerce or affect retail, but I, I couldn't tell you what they're going to look like at the end of the day. You know, somebody is going to create a hello world of what, of what commerce looks like in AR or VR. 
right? And why mm-hmm. wouldn't it be the Magento community? I mean, it absolutely could be. But I couldn't tell you what that's going to look like, right? Um, because that paradigm hasn't really been invented yet. It's just in much the same way. And it's, I always go back to this example, just you know, much the same way as 20 years ago, you know, uh, Mark Zuckerberg just wanted to ogle, you know, freshmen in his dorm. And instead, he created a platform that affects the outcomes of U.S. elections. So, like, who knows what these things look like at the end of the day? Um, you'll, you'll, it's, you know, we can sit here. I, I guess you have to iterate, though, and you have to have mm-hmm. bad, you have to have bad uh, implementations or you have to have bad examples to know what not to do. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, totally. we have plenty of bad chatbot examples. So let's learn from that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So uh, on a more broad level, uh, what are like, what are some of the like, most interesting um, experiences or um, features or workflows that you think are important to look at that might have, might not have a specific shape or uh, path to implementation, but what, what do you think are the most? I mean, I, if if there ever has been so there's there's two things that Brian uh, from Future Commerce has been on about that I could not get on board with, and I said he was absolutely crazy, and I've said it mm-hmm. for over a year now. We just had our <laughs> one year anniversary. I said he was crazy. Nice, like the the type of market adoption that would be necessary for these two things to happen would be just it would be insane, and I don't even see how you could possibly do that. The first is body data. And the second is mm-hmm. augmented reality. And I said both that he's crazy on both fronts. Uh, but uh, Apple just announced um, uh, the largest um, heart study uh, to ever be uh, commissioned uh, mm-hmm. based on their the prevalence of their Apple Watch, which is now the number one selling watch in the world. Um, and having and it's a the heart most rate monitor. used heart monitor. Yeah, right? it's the yeah. it's 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 a heart ro- heart rate monitor. Most people uh, in the middle class in the United States of America, anyway, for 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 our you know to use that as an example, some people that live some sort of an active lifestyle have a step tracker or a heart rate monitor of some kind that you wear on a fairly regular basis. Right, and the new. Um, this Apple heart rate study is going to be able to detect arrhythmias and all kinds of other insane things and potentially be able to trigger responses based on, you know, the kinds of data that they see coming out of that. So the body data thing is kind of blowing my mind. I have a a Amazon echo look, which can, you know, is ostensibly a, a really just an expensive echo device that looks at your body. Um, not in that sort of way, Kaylin, um, but it looks at your body and, it, and it can make body. clothing recommendations. Don't make that and the cold open, please. Do like, <laughs> do like outfit of the day uh, sort of things. And it seems silly now, but there are there are companies out there who are um, like body labs who can take a 2D image um, or a short video and, and create a th- very, very accurate 3D model of uh, the person in the, the subject in the picture. And you look at, at now... You know, even the 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 camera and face ID technology that Apple just uh, announced, and I I think the image of 3D from 2D is a thing that is here and it's happening. So mm-hmm. those things are transformative. And from an augmented reality yeah. point of view, AR kit um, from from uh, from Apple and um, AR Android AR I forget what it is. There's an AR. Um, AR Core is is the name of their of their SDK. Um, you're talking about a billion devices worldwide who in the in one year's time will have augmented reality capability. Mm-hmm. What kind of market penetration it's can incredible. you see of any other type of technology? Yeah. So I'm very bullish on both of those technologies, and I think they have, you know, they will impact us as a society, po- possibly us as a species. So they have to impact commerce in some way because I think, they impact us as who we are and what we do. Yeah. I think something where you can try on with via, you know, via AR, you can try on clothes from home mm. um, could be, could be huge. I mean, that's that missing gap in between seeing a picture of something online versus how does it really fit on me? How does it sit on my body? How does it, 
Um, if, if you could implement something like that and it was really tight, um, that could be a, a game changer. Um, and then the, the, I saw, I think it was on shark tank. I saw a thing where there was a, a company that did like custom, uh, shirts or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, custom, uh, 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 formal, formal shirts, um, by you, you, uh, took it like you, you, uh, put the app on the ground, face it towards you, like spun in a circle and then it measured, you know, your body for a custom shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, something like that seems, seems pretty interesting. Um, mm-hmm. as well, you know, so yeah, I totally I, agree. Those are, I really think that those things will, and, and again, this comes back to not to talk about things that I talk about all the time, but it, it comes back to how do you as a commerce platform um, enable merchants to prepare for the future? And the future is probably not a shopping cart, right? The future is probably not I put things in a basket and I check out with you know more than one thing that needs to go into a basket. It's probably mm-hmm. more one touch, one click checkout. Mm-hmm. People will still engage with brands directly. What if you want to call that a a branded portal or not, we can have that <laughs> argument. People will still in, engage with brands directly, but there's no, make mo, no mistake, the, the largest retailers on earth are places where you, there are marketplaces where you go and buy many products from mi, many uh, brands all in mm-hmm. one. Uh, you, 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 you get very used to interacting with those. And that's not just true in the United States of America. It's true overseas as well. I mean, Alibaba is yep. one of the you. largest corporations in, in the world. Oh, I'm here. So anyway, I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I'm no, done. It's, um, uh, I, it's I don't know what job. it looks like. I don't know what it looks like, but you know, it's probably not anything that we can predict. Um, and that's why I think innovation lab is a good thing. Magento needs this because it could bring to light something that, you know, some, someone has a, a new way of doing something that we're all used to doing. And totally. Anyway, totally. Uh, should we pay some bills real quick? Go ahead. Uh, well, this uh, podcast is brought to you by Major Mojo. I'm going to do do my Italian version. Major Mojo. Wow. Where you host your website very nice and very fast. I don't With know. A very, you, are you feeling that? <laughs> I disavow. With a very fast uh, response to support times. Uh, um, okay, I'm gonna, I am gonna. I won't do that again. I don't um, know. Is that, is that sort of... Is that just doesn't is that, rub me the right way? Is that I don't, racist? I think it's racist. That's got to be racist. I'm a white definitely, guy. It's it's definitely, definitely something racist. About I feel that. like you're just doing Mario at that point. Yeah, it's a me. It, there you go. I'm Magento Hostio. <laughs> um, check Mage Mojo out for hosting if you are in the market. Also, they are helping to put on Meet Magento New York. Um, and yeah. we finally, actually, finally, finally have some dates. Finally, you can go to um, mm17.nyc. Nice domain name, right? Wow. Although it's not loading for me right now. mm17.nyc slash tickets to uh, pick up some tickets. Uh, The dates. Okay. The website isn't loading, but I want to say October 16th and 17th. That sounds right. Sounds about right. Why is this yeah. web's not loading? I don't know. It might load when people type it in for themselves at some point in time. Maybe. Could be. Yeah. October, <laughs> oh, October 17th and 18th. Meet Magento in New York. Yeah. So check, uh, check it out. Oh, and also um, we need to have Eric on to talk about Mojo Stratus. I'm super excited about Mojo Stratus. Totally. Yeah, we got to get them on. We've uh, we've talked a little bit about that. Some interesting tech they got going on there. Um, interesting tech, but I also think like just it's. Remember, we just talked about paradigm shift, like a completely new way of doing something that you're used to doing one way, like just a, mm-hmm. a brand new approach. This is like the biggest paradigm shift, the biggest uh, shift of approach in in hosting. Never mind Magento hosting, but. You know, in hosting in general, period. That I've oh, like that I'm with the aware pricing of. model. And well, stuff. the pricing model, but mm-hmm. also the way that they're building, you know, sort of a shared, you know, mesh of uh, uh, of uh, 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 
resource pool and allocation and the way it grows and contracts. That's very, very impressive. I'm yeah, really, I, I, gonna, I didn't. To, I haven't. Still haven't totally understood all that stuff. But I. Yeah, I uh, and we never will because you and I aren't <laughs> smart enough to do it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, sounds like there's some interesting stuff going on there. So good, so good, super cool. So check um, them out online, MageMojo.com. And this check podcast them. is also brought to you by Commerce Hero. Hey, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Uh, a couple updates real quick. Added support for private projects. Mm-hmm. So if you have a project that's under NDA, you can't share publicly, you can add that to your profile now, mark it as private, and then it'll only show uh, to people that you match with. Um, so cool so you can to- only violate the terms of your NDA on a one-to-one basis, <laughs> which is nice. <laughs> is it a way that I should pro- probably know this, but is it illegal? Like, you can tell people what you've worked on if you're discussing something privately with a potential client, right? Um, no. It has to be. I mean, you what part you, of non-disclosure don't you understand? <laughs> <laughs> you can't. I mean, I, my understanding was you like you can talk about. I mean, you're not going to disclose you know trade secrets or anything, but you can. We are not lawyers. Let's let's get that out of the way. <laughs> yeah, Neither of us know what we're talking. Loud and clear. Yeah. My um, understanding but, is that if it's not somebody that's directly working in your organization, that is, you know, that could be, uh, that could be a problem. That's how I understand it. Okay. So you're talking to a client, a potential client, like, so yeah, who have you worked yeah. for? You're under NDA with all your clients, I'm sure. So you just tell them, ah, oh, we can't tell you anything about anything we've ever done. It depends on what the terms of the agreement is. When we sign an NDA, we don't discuss the there are certain things that we're agreeing to as, as terms, right? If it's a public site that's publicly accessible and we have an agreement that we're allowed to say that we built it, then yeah, then we'll talk about it. If there's a different agreement that says you're not allowed to say that you had anything to do with this, totally turnkey white label, you guys weren't part of it, you know, as far as the world is concerned and you'll never, you shan't ever speak about it again, then yeah, I'm, we never talk about it. Really? Okay. Yep. Well, I'm getting myself into some dicey territory here. So <laughs> you could use private. You know what? I'm for... so sorry. I didn't realize that I was dogging your thing. I no, I, no, I was... no. I honestly, no, no. I, I, I honestly don't mind. Like I'm, I'm always open to being like criticism. And I know it's a, it's kind of a great area. I, I feel like practically, you always are going to talk about something privately with you. I can moderate who sees it though by moderating who I accept as a connection. Exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. So that's that's awesome. Okay. There you go. That's so awesome. um, there you allows you to break the law in in small increments. Also, we <laughs> <laughs> we also added support language uh, support, so you can indicate which languages uh, you know, and when you're posting a job looking for somebody, you can indicate which languages uh, you're looking for. Um, added that because I've been looking for some German developers. Holy cow, man! There is no such thing as a Magento 2 developer in Berlin, okay? I'm talking about, they don't exist, like one that's actually available. I'm talking about agencies, like I even looked at like some expensive. I'm talking about expensive agencies. Expensive agencies. Cheap agencies. Cheap agencies, freelancers, nothing. (laughs) No one is available. And I've looked. Um, So anyway. uh, Wow. I will leave it at that. So uh, wow. you can check us out at commercehero.io. Commercehero.io. We still have so That's, much more to talk about, man. And we only have oh three my gosh. minutes we were like, left we're right on the at, clock. We're right at time. We got to rattle off a couple of these, though. I want to congratulate Magento for uh, not only for making the Forrester wave for B2B, which is impressive because Magento historically was really, really good, especially in, in, in the B2B space at capturing B2B business, but wasn't technically a B2B-centric commerce platform, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they had been rated in the, I think, IR300, the internet retailer, top 300 uh, B2B companies. They were the number one for two years running. But now Forrester, the market research company, has mm-hmm. decided that Magento is not only fitting to be on their B2B commerce suite uh, wave profile. And not only are they a leader in B2B on the Forrester wave, B2B commerce suite for midsize organization report, 
But not only are they in the leader's quadrant, they are the leader. Number one. Wow. That is pretty impressive. I really didn't That's think That's impressive, about, right? I didn't think that all the way through. Yeah. That is impressive, so, man. Magento is number one. Look at some of the others on the list, too. You have uh, Oracle NetSuite, SAP wow. Hybris, right? You have uh, Insight, wow. which you probably don't come up against a lot. Um, but there's like, man, it's incredible. I mean, you've got Handshake version 5.4. I mean, you were talking I about. I mean, yeah. You're talking about that, handshake, baby. You're talking about handshake. That does not sound like a product at all, but apparently it's a product. <laughs> and it's that version 5.4. You know what keeps coming up over and over, which I'm, 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 I didn't know anything about, uh, but Epi server, Epi server is coming oh, really? up a lot these days. Hmm. Um, it's an ASP.net uh, platform uh, for, for commerce. It's mm-hmm. a, it's a B2B commerce platform. It's impressive. Wow. I mean, you got um, Unilog Sim 2. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's... <laughs> are you trying to say that it's not hard to compete when they're all slouchy names? Is that what you're no, saying? no, no, no. I'm just like, I just I just have no, no knowledge of this, uh, this segment you. of the market. No, but I mean, you've got NetSuite. I mean, you'd think that that would be uh, strong in, in the B2B space. Um, you you would all, think. You've got all the you, big boys. And it is strong. It is strong. That one's verging on leader, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? They're, uh, if you had to take it by position, which is not really how this works, but NetSuite is Magento's second largest competitor in the leader quadrant. It's from a, from a market presence point of view, NetSuite is number two. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Real close yeah. second. Yeah. Um, but strong, strong offering, strong strategy. Magento Commerce pulls ahead. That's Perfect. awesome. It's really cool. Good for you guys. Well done. Well Congratulations. Done. Um, another really exciting thing is the um, PWA Studio, Progressive Web App Studio, announcement by the one and only James Zetlin, um, front end architect. And uh, it was, um, so he, um, he dove into quite a bit of detail on, uh, what their plans are, what the uh, stack is going to look like. Um, and uh, really, really nice introductory post on it. Um, they're going to be using uh, React.js, Redux. No, 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 no. What they're now? using the, the React ecosystem. But when you say they're using React.js, that means something else. So there's a there's a number of platforms that all are interchangeable in the React ecosystem, including Vue. So you got to be careful with that. Well, it just says React JS to do all rendering and event handling inside the app shell. I don't know that 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 doesn't he he completely dis he completely contradicts himself later on. So oh, okay, I don't know. Um, but if you're familiar with the, all this stuff, you'll you'll probably recognize these Redux Preact. CSS modules, Jest, Storybook, right. and Webpack. Um, Webpack. <laughs> Do you know Webpack? I nope, I don't. <laughs> I do not. Are you, are you familiar? Yeah. Um, so we've been doing React for a couple of years with Magento One, right? Um, and most recently, you know, with Magento Two, and these this is all good stuff. Right, 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 right. Um, pretty, pretty so intense. I, yeah, but I, and, I would like to, I'd like to point out that he says in later tweets that these are all like, this isn't hard and fast, one hundred percent what they've decided on. It's like they're floating this out. I, I'm, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm reading based on what he said on tw- Twitter, which I don't know. Just, mm-hmm. Maybe this means more because it's actually on the dev blog. Um, yeah. Sorry. Go yeah. Ahead. And I, yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not live yet. So, I mean, I'm sure this is what's, what's in the works and what they're planning on, but you know, things always, um, get adjusted. But, um, I, I, I love, I love how it was announced. I love that he also, you know, of course, uh, true to form with the Magento community received some criticism immediately on Twitter, uh, mostly by people saying, you know, Hey, we, we've already invested so much time into Magento two front end stuff. Like, do we have to now switch to this, to learning this whole new stack? 
Um, and I, I loved his engagement on Twitter. He just jumped right in, responded to everybody. Um, and you know, basically what he said is, is that this is going to be, uh, in addition to, um, the, the normal front end, um, uh, theming stuff. Um, so continue doing what you're doing with Magento two front end, but this is going to be another option. Um, so, I mean, if you, if you did have a client that wanted to do a nice PWA, um, implementation, uh, you'd, you'd go this route, but you'd probably still go the traditional route for the bulk of your stuff. And then over time, you know, maybe this starts to, um, you know, become the majority of what we're all doing. But, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, was, yeah. 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 So it was cool. Like I love how he jumped in and responded to criticisms and said, Hey, look, this is, um, this is what we're doing. Um, you know, uh, we don't want to commit to specific timelines. Um, but he responded to, um, to everybody's, uh, uh, critiques, which I, I thought was, uh, was cool. One thing I'm not sure he responded to yet was, uh, something Joe constant brought up, which is the Facebook patent, uh, license thing, which I recently read about with react, which is apparently a, a big controversy. Right. Um, they have this Trojan horse in their license where you can never sue Facebook for anything. If you ever use react, uh, or something like that. So be interesting to see. I, I mean, I'm sure they must've had lo- lawyers just scour this thing. Um, or before they actually release it, I'm sure they'd have lawyer, their, their legal team scour it. So, um, yeah, we'll see what yeah. happens there. But yeah, another good example as to why, like, what we open the show with is uh, why this one-click uh, patent from Amazon. Like, somebody at some point had to check with the lawyers to see that that was truly the case, and it wasn't just media hype that some patent expired. Like, somebody has to check it out, right? Right. And I think right. that this this is the same sort of deal, which is it's a very thoughtful and carefully considered approach, and I like where they're going. Um. I like that they're being very uh, upfront with the community on, uh, you know, on their direction. Um, I get concerned that they've been signaling this for a few months now. Mm -hmm. What is it? A couple months. Yeah. And, and they're, they're, and they're getting ready to release it um, or release the first parts of it or beta, the first parts of it or something like that. But, you know, if they're not careful, you know, Shopify and some others who just announced a GraphQL, you know, uh, compatibility, uh, library, um, they're going to get lapped, you know, they can, they can signal where they're going all they want. And maybe because they're enterprise and they're leaders now, they can take their time and, uh, and they'll get there eventually. They don't have to be the first to the market, but, um, yeah, I, it's a, it's going to be a, it's going to be a long wait and it's hard for me to wait. I want, I want cool things and I want them now. Want them now. Yeah. I mean, one, one recurring, I had to mention Shopify again, one recurring thing I heard was like at their conferences, at their conference, it was like, here's 10 features that are live like now versus like, (laughs) Hey, here's some features we're going to be launching soon. So a little friendly, little friendly pressure. Um, but, uh, but really exciting. And uh, can't wait to see. Is it see friendly? What- is it friendly though? <laughs> friendly it is time. pressure. I don't know how friendly the pressure yeah, is. Sure pressure. Maybe not. So, maybe not so friendly. <laughs> but uh, oh, by the way, I mention- love that. I love that Kalen uses the chat on Skype to correct me as I'm speaking. He just he he, he just <laughs> goes and copies and pastes things in there. He's like, What's up? I, uh, yeah. I know you don't know what you're talking about. I was like, what do you what do you speak of? Um, I know we got to wrap up, but I just, did we talk about the community contribution program for partners? I can't remember if we, we did, talked about, we talked about it on the last episode. Okay, good. I thought, can, I thought maybe we can go we into further depth. Yeah. No, 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 no. I thought maybe we did. I just was trying to remember. It's also really cool development. So I believe that, uh, that's believe it. That Maybe a wrap. That's it. Take her, take her home, Kalen. Well, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. We would love for you to leave a five-star on iTunes. Would uh, greatly help us. So if you could do that, that would be awesome. Feel free to tweet us at Mage Talk or at Kalen Jordan, at Phil Winkle. And uh, that's it. See you next week. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>